What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. This is the sixth episode of Dopeless Nation. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm really glad you're here. We're doing it again. We had a lot of fun last week. I'm glad you tuned in. And I'm really excited about what's going to happen today. So earlier, I put out a post on Facebook, on our Dopeless Nation Facebook page, asking what should today's topic be about or what should we discuss on episode six of this podcast. And I got a lot of cool responses. Somebody brought up the idea of finding a good sponsor if you're in a 12-step fellowship. Somebody else brought up the idea of discussing shame and guilt. And somebody else brought up the idea of talking about God. And those are all really good topics. Some of those are already in the works, so I'm looking forward to unpacking those for you guys in the future. But before I go ahead and tell you guys what we're actually going to do today, I just want to remind you to go ahead and like that Dopeless Nation Facebook page. That way you can stay up to date with what's going on and actually join this conversation and be a part of what's happening on this show. We're also on Instagram. We're also on TikTok. And if you haven't already, dopelessnation.com, the world's hottest sober merch and recovery apparel in the world. You got to get on that. So shout out to my friend Eric. He brought up a real good idea to talk about today. Bear with me while I pull it up. So here's what he said. He said, you know, when we're in treatment and actively working the steps, there are clear goals to achieve. It's all kind of spelled out for you. If you have the willingness, I found the hard part is after treatment, building a life and at the same time, keeping recovery first, finding the motivation, choosing a direction to go and moving forward, helping others, and at the same time, helping yourself. That's a subject I'd like to hear about because that's what I'm going through. I'm sure there's others that might be interested in the same subject. Eric, I want to thank you for that idea. I think it's really cool. And you're not alone in that, just like we found out online earlier today, right? Because a lot of people jumped on that and said, yeah, me too, me too, and offered their feedback. And I love moments like that because it kind of just all comes together where even though that's something you suggested, it's kind of been on the forefront of a lot of people's minds. I think it's a very common question that people have. I was at a meeting earlier this week where somebody brought up that very thing, like, what do I do now? How do I keep this going? It's a real fear, I think, sometimes. So I'm really excited and I'm really glad that you brought that up because that's something that I deal with every day as well. I like what Samantha said when she said, how to maintain once that desperation is worn off. Like how to keep the fire. <laughs> how do we keep this relationship interesting? <laughs> no, I really do like that though. How to maintain once that desperation is worn off. Brady chimed in and said, that he says it all the time, that he thinks working the program is harder in a way the longer you're sober because it requires a certain amount of self-discipline to maintain 
your grounding in spiritual principles because that desperation is so far behind you. I also like when John chimed in and said that he loves this topic and would love to hear more about how to navigate it as he feels that's the season he's in right now currently. After reading all that, I was like, so maybe we keep it day one. Like that should be the topic, like how to keep it day one. And what does keeping it day one look like? Because I want to know, does the gift of desperation have to wear off? Does it have to be in the rear view the longer we stay sober? Is there a way to add fuel to the fire daily and continuously, just like we fed our addiction and alcoholism in the past? Like, why does it have to feel so far away? Why does that desperation... I mean, I don't even think that's the right word. I like that the pain, I like that motivation that got us here to finally surrender and accept spiritual help. I like that that's behind us. I don't have to go through that anymore. But I don't think that the desperation has to go away. I mean, should it? Think about that for a second. If today, right now in this moment, it appears that I have recovered from a hopeless situation, a hopeless situation of mind, body, and spirit, you would think that I would want to do anything and everything to keep that. Or you would think that my actions would show, like, wow, I just cheated death. Like, I'm not supposed to be here right now. But they're right. We do forget. And I wonder why that is. I wonder why, as time goes on, we forget. (laughs) We forget what brought us here. And I don't know, maybe I'm going a little off topic, so I kind of want to reel it back. But I think I understand the question correctly, what Eric was bringing up. You know, like in the beginning, there's a bunch of willingness because we come in and our ass is on fire. We're hurting. Some of us are coming out of jail. Some of us are court ordered to maybe go to meetings, go to treatment. Some of us are doing it because we're trying to save a marriage. Some of us are doing it because we don't want to lose our children. Some of us are doing it because we're tired of overdosing or blacking out or doing too much and waking up in the hospital. I get it. We show up ready and willing to accept any kind of help because our on fire and whether it's treatment whatever it is I mean there's so many options right there's so many things out there that we can use and utilize to recover but I like what Eric mentioned it's easy to do this in treatment there are rules there are clear cut goals there's things that'll happen if we don't follow the rules 
I remember being somewhere where they always said, hey, listen, there's freedom in following the rules. He would always say, Eli, there's freedom in following the rules. And then if you transition out of treatment, rehab, detox, whatever, and you find yourself in sober living, it's still easy, right? Because you're required to go to an X amount of meetings a week or you're homeless, (laughs) You're required to, expected to not drink or drug because if you fail a drug test or a breathalyzer, you're homeless. So yeah, I get that early on in the beginning, it's really easy to stay sober. If I don't, bad things are going to happen. Why does the effort that I put in for my sobriety have to decrease as I slowly regain my life back. Mind you, the life I'm getting back is given to me, gifted to me, because of the effort put in to stay sober. Some people call it the promises. I'm putting in work. I'm seeing results. The results I'm seeing are amazing. So why would I let up on that? These built-in forgetters. I got to keep it day one. I forget or I forgot the pain. I forgot how bad my ass is burning. (laughs) I'm not talking Taco Bell. I forgot the pain walking in. A hopeless wreck. Completely destroyed by alcohol and drugs. So what do we do? How do we keep it day one? That's a good question. And I got to be honest, I don't think you're going to like the answer. Because a lot of what's been asked tonight, (laughs) it's really been rhetorical. We know the answer. To the gentleman that brought up this topic, you know the answer. And to the individual that responded and said, what happens when that gift of desperation wears off? You know the answer too. I'm going to tell everybody right now and you're not going to like it. Or maybe you will because you already know. Maybe you chose to forget. That's a hint right there. That's a clue. I was talking to somebody earlier this evening, and he reminded me. I asked him. I asked him the question. I told him I was tracking the podcast, and I said, hey, before I go in and finish this up, I want to get your inspiration because this is somebody that I look up to, somebody that I'm very intentional to listen when his lips are moving because he stirs something up inside of me that helps perpetuate more and more sobriety, more and more recovery. And this is what he said. He said, it takes a conscious effort to forget. Just like it takes a conscious effort to remember. So I need to consciously put in the effort to remember 
I got to do whatever it takes to remember what it was like before I got sober. Because that's the answer right there. There's no secret to this. The gift of desperation wears off? No. I chose to forget. In that particular moment, that day, how bad it was. So I'll speak about myself. And as I'm remembering the things that keep me where I'm at today, maybe you can remember the situations and things that happened in your life that sustains your sobriety. I remember what it's like sitting in jail. I remember how I felt when I needed a fix and couldn't get one. And the things that I would do to maintain my addiction. I remember all the friends that I have lost. I remember all the family that no longer talks to me. I remember that I'm here and my son is hundreds of miles away and I haven't seen him in such a long time. Haven't had an opportunity to look him in the eyes face to face and tell him that I love him because I chose drugs over him. I remember blowing my veins out because I couldn't keep my hands still looking for one. I remember what I looked like and what I felt like, all the weight I had lost when I was ripping and running. What do you remember? Do you remember when you couldn't see your kids? Do you remember being in handcuffs? Do you remember what it was like being a slave to a drink? Being a slave to a drug? Or did you choose to forget? Do you remember all the things you swore you wouldn't do? All those yets that turned into reality? Well, I, you know, I only, only eat pills. I haven't snorted them yet. And then you start snorting them. Well, that, that's all I'm going to do. I don't, I, I don't shoot up yet. Well, you know, I haven't walked the streets late at night looking for somebody to give me money and being in a position to be willing to do anything that they say so I can get that money yet. I haven't overdosed yet. You remember all those things? Do you remember those times? Or has life gotten so good? God has given you so much because of the effort that you've put into your sobriety, the work that you've done, the effort in working with others to maintain this gift that you've lost sight of all those things? Because here's the answer. Remember, don't forget. I haven't forgotten. So this guy I look up to, he also said this. He reminded me of what they say when people go up the road. They get locked up. Doesn't matter if they've been sentenced to a year in prison, 
10 years in prison, they always say this. You only do two days, the day you go in and the day you get out. And then he went on to say that, man, it's so good. (laughs) He said, in regards to his sobriety, he said, man, I only got two days. The day I got sober and today. You know how powerful that is? So let's run it back. Does the gift of desperation wear off? Or am I choosing not to keep it day one? Because if I keep it day one, I should always be on fire for recovery. I should always be in a state of gratitude because I I can't forget. This man said it takes a conscious effort to forget. Just like it takes a conscious effort to remember. So I guess keeping it day one looks like Always remembering. And what does always remembering look like? What does the action of always remembering look like? I think it looks like a lot of things. I think it looks a lot like the things we did in the beginning to get to where we're at today. And so my question to you is, are you still doing those things? I remember a couple episodes back, I posed the question, that my sponsor asks all the time. He says, what are you doing today that you shouldn't be doing? And what are you not doing today that you should be doing? And in regards to what we're talking about right now, I guess what I'm not doing is remembering. Oh, yeah, but Eli, Eli, good point, good point, but... but You don't know. You don't know. Like, I'm tired of going to meetings all the time. Why do I got to go to so many meetings? Oh, I'm tired of these worksheets they give me in treatment. Oh, I'm tired of the dude that snores next to me in sober living. Why do I got to have a roommate? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yo, did you forget? Did you forget how bad it was before you got here? Because life is good right now compared to whatever you had going on before you got to today. Look at everything that God's given you. So you mean to tell me that the effort put in to get to where you're at right now, because now you got all these gifts, right? Because one of the cool things about recovery is that you get your life back. So you mean to tell me that as you get your life back, the quote-unquote shiny things, whatever... That is for you in your life. A girl, a job, a car, vacation, money, things, bullshit. You mean to tell me as those things come back to your life, that you just turn your back on recovery and choose to forget? Look, I know this is a little tough, and I'm not calling anybody out. This is just a a gentle reminder to... Remember, keep it day one. If it takes a conscious effort to forget my actions, I do that. Then why am I not putting a conscious effort into remembering? So what do we do? We remember. That's it. 
No tricks, no secrets. <laughs> There's no special instruction to do this. We just remember. And so I remember what I did when I first got back to sobriety. It looked like me taking a lot of suggestions. It looked like me saying over and over and over that I don't have the answers and becoming willing to accept spiritual help from others, from God, from you name it. Because whatever I had going on wasn't working. I needed help. And then remembering that the effort put in to get sober and stay sober gifted me beautiful things. The opportunity to rebuild relationships. The hope of seeing my son again face to face. I hold on to that. I can't forget. I remember overdosing. I remember waking up in hospitals. I remember the police driving me to detox. Do you? I don't know what your remember looks like, but do you remember? Because you can right now. Stop right now and remember where you were the day you got sober. Did you forget? I know you didn't. So all you gotta do is remember. And thank God for the sobriety you have today. And thank God that you haven't picked up a drink or a drug today. Remember. Because the day you start letting up, the day you start putting your foot off the gas and easing up, is when life becomes a little hairy. And the last time I checked, I remember reading somewhere that we do not regret the past or wish to shut the door on it. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Do you remember? How grateful are you today? I know you didn't forget. We are finally free. So remember, keep it day one. <laughs>